This is the Men in Maroon podcast with Daz and the Manus. Welcome. Expect strong language. Mon the heart of Midlovian. Daz, I'm fucking delighted to be back. See what I did there? I was swearing in the first sentence. Wow, you must be delighted <laughs> to be back. Cause... I did warn you guys and uh, women and everyone across the world uh, listening. I did warn you. That... <laughs> Anas, Anas very rarely lets a swear out, so he must be he must be glad to be back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. How how are you? How is your yeah, good? Glad to be back and. Uh... Apologies for the lack of episodes. Real life That's got, okay. got crazy, but we're back. We're back. New Year, and we look forward. Exactly, and we still have Heart of Midlovian. Exactly, absolutely. And although it is, it's New Year vibes today on the 1st of January, we've got one heck of a busy month this month, and which is quite incredible. Am I right in saying we were originally expecting a mid-winter break this month and now that's out of the window because a couple of fixtures got moved yeah we were we were looking at i think i swear it was a week or so mm. but yeah we we played some mirror back to back because of yeah. the rearranged fixtures and coming thick and fast and we've got the cup oh yes that's right that's right two two games against uh, St Mirren and two games against Hibernian this month. Or should we call them men? Yeah, go and explain this to me because you, you wrote that earlier and I was a bit like, men? Yeah, oh, on I, you must have missed it. On their Twitter, they tweeted out like a match graphic and rather than oh, saying... Oh, yes! I, yes. I actually did see this, yeah. Yeah, but it was <laughs> the first thing that got me like as a bit of an OCD nut was that the teams were the wrong way round. They'd put them versus hearts. And then I noticed that it said men versus heart of Midlovian at Tynecastle Stadium. But two <laughs> errors here. What was that all about? Is that is that a typo? <laughs> no idea, but they're just they're just the club that keep giving. They keep giving <laughs> us these little things that we can just give them crap for. <laughs> men versus hearts. Yeah, it's like <laughs> It would, there was a good one on Twitter this afternoon. Hearts had put out the usual uh, breakdown of uh, what what time things are going to take place tomorrow and yeah, stuff. Right. And and then someone commented, "Can I just confirm? Is this the men's team?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Who are they going to send? The, the under twenty one for the patch tomorrow. <laughs> well, they needed to make sure we know. We don't know who we're playing. It, it could just be a random group of men that they found and just like. Come on, men. On you come. Pibs is under 21 against Heart of Midlovian's first team. <laughs> oh, I wonder oh, what's going to happen. <laughs> they're just uh, awful. I mean, I was so tempted to tweet the um, stadium announcer asking to make sure that the music, either every song has the word men in the title or the band name has like boys to men, uh, men at work and stuff like that. Just, just... <laughs> Oh, but to the them. two of them, uh, to Graham and Keith tomorrow. <laughs> 24 hours to put a playlist together. Oh, yeah, no pressure, boys. No I, pressure sure, at all. 
if anyone can do it, I have faith that they could. Oh, I'm sure maybe they've got a spare playlist somewhere in the exactly. in the suitcase. So, uh... or if if we could just in unison when their when their player team are getting read out, if we could just all just chant for any any time they read out, I don't know, Marshall, and we can just shout, men, 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 men. over <laughs> over their team getting announced, just to like to rile them up a little bit more. It'd be brilliant. It's already it's, it's already going to be a bit bit of a bit of a. Uh, a hot atmosphere anyway but just usually is a hot atmosphere isn't it it's mm-hmm. uh, full capacity tomorrow what is what we're expecting and, definitely uh, i i yeah. do believe that the ticket exchange isn't even opening up they're just because they they i don't think they've had many going up for resale so then they're not they're not even bothering opening it it's it's a big deal um, yeah tomorrow and uh, Edinburgh derbies are always a big deal anyway regardless of whether it's New Year or any time of the year for that matter and uh, the fact that there's two of them in the first month of 2023 (laughs) it might be a little bit too much to take in by the time January's finished. Yeah it kind of feels like the tail end of last season when we played them in the league and then in the cup semi-final it's like Come and fast, and you just you haven't got time to get over the one before the next one's here. Do you, do you know? I've still not recovered from that second half of the Scottish Cup semi final. <laughs> I'm still absolutely exhausted from it, even all these months on. You've never got up from that from your seat. You're I still sat in hand for several minutes. I was so so um, knackered. It was absolutely <laughs> knackering. That second half was dreadful. I mean, it oh, really yeah. was. Even though we won, it was dreadful. Yeah, it was hard work. It wasn't the it wasn't as fun as the first half. I put it that way. It was, as you said, you're knackered after after leaving the game. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Seeing we've gone in to full Edinburgh derby mode, shall we? Shall we preview the derby first? I think we should. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we absolutely should. What's your general feelings about tomorrow? I'm. Like always, I'm excited. I, I I get excited for derby games. I never get nervous. It's always a sense of excitement, and and I think the fact that we're back at Tynecastle after I think this will be two week break. Uh, it, it the buzz is even bigger because I'm just gagging to get back. Do you know what? I can't, to watch I'm trying to remember when we were last at Tynecastle. Was was that? Um, yeah, it was against Kilmarnock. Kilmarnock. It was against yeah. Kilmarnock. Felt like ages ago now. I, yeah. I, that's that's just weird. I don't know how yeah. I've managed to. But you you so filled your void though because you've been to two away games. I, I suppose yeah. I mean, I I was in Tayside um, for Dundee United. Um, oh, that was horrible. That trip to Tannadice was awful, um, yeah. especially with what happened to Craig Gordon. And uh, I'm sure you and I would want to wish him very well for his recovery. And uh, hopefully, yeah. we'll see him again before he retires, wherever that is. Get well soon, Skipper, and happy birthday for yesterday also. Happy birthday, he's 40 years old, can you believe it? Exactly, 40. I had friends from back home when they saw that the uh, the injury, they were messaging me. How, he must be some age now. He seems like ages ago that he was at Sunderland. I'm like, if I tell you he's 40 on New Year's Eve, would you believe me? They were like, shut the fuck up, no chance. <laughs> no chance is he 40. I was like... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number one for his country. I hope, and... I hope we see him again. Um yeah. he decides yeah. to retire. And I think to be honest, reading his Instagram post, I think he's quite determined to come back. So that's uh, a bit reassuring this he came back from injury before and became the best in the best Scottish goalkeeper. So I 
I have all faith in him that he's that determined. If he's if he's as determined as he sounds, then I I don't see why we won't see him back. Yeah, let's let's get Scotland's number one back. Number two made his full debut when I went to see Hartley St Johnston. How was um, he? He was. I thought he was decent. I thought he did well. I, I was a bit. I felt a bit. It was a bit unfortunate for him that he didn't save the penalty that St Johnston scored, and then obviously. Mm-hmm. Goal was a bit unfortunate as well. Um, but I, I have to say, recalling that though, the when we when St. Johnston pulled another one back, I, I felt it was a wee bit of confusion because I thought we were fouled and I thought, wait a minute, is the referee not blown for a foul or is he going to blow for a foul? And yet, next thing we knew, it, St. Johnston scored, so that was a little bit unfortunate. So, I mean, the scoreline is a bit unflattering, but to be fair to Xander, I thought he did pretty well for his full debut and obviously this is his first full 90 minutes for quite a while now oh yeah I mean you know I'm sure we're going to see a lot of good stuff from him and and to be honest company anyway since he joined the club so I'm I'm really hopeful for him and I hope that uh, uh, he will um, really have some wonderful clean sheets to enjoy um, in the coming months I mean talk about being thrown into the fiery Played, he made his full debut against his former club. Yeah, had and then to be second Johnston, didn't tell. Yeah, and his second full appearance will be in an Edinburgh derby. It's like, here you go, son, in, in you come. Like, no, no, uh, easing you in or anything, just straight in. But the, the good thing is, is, obviously, at 30 years old, he is coming up to the prime of his career, hopefully. Oh, yeah. And obviously, I would say, I would love to see, say that he'll have about 10 years more in him. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully that's going to uh, stand him in good stead. And obviously, he's now moved up a level. No disrespect to St. Johnston, but he's now moved up a level to uh, the best club in Scotland outside of the old firm. So, I mean, now this is really where, hopefully, now he's going to get his best test yet in his career. And And although he didn't play, he was still a part of the European squads. Yeah. Which went, he experienced that. He's been under the learning tree of Craig Gordon, who is easily the best goalkeeper in Scotland, if not Britain. Yeah, so. absolutely. So I mean, you know, I think, um, I think Xander's been in great company, and, yeah. and to have three goalkeepers as well in that first team is is great competition to have. So I mean, obviously, now sadly, it's it's now two because Craig's obviously injured, but. Um, I th- I think I think Xander will do the business. I really do, and I've got really high hopes for him. But but are you not a bit worried, Daz, that we're maybe in the need of another goalkeeper just to keep the competition? F- I suppose I don't know if two is enough now in this day and age. No, I was just thinking the exact same when when you were talking about uh, Craig being injured. Is I I think. I don't know, is Harry Stone too inexperienced to be the number three? I, I, I think, in all honesty, we could do probably with another goalkeeper from elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't think of anyone obvious. I'm, I'm not being disrespectful to the B team, but, but I feel the jump is maybe a bit too much at this stage um, yeah. for anyone in the B team to go into the A team as far as goalkeepers are concerned. Yeah. Um, but of course, if, if they want to prove us wrong, they're very welcome to. Um, but I, 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 I can't, I can't, I'd love to say there's another Xander Clark on a free, but I think that's going to be a very big ask, to be honest. Yeah, I can't think of anybody that's 
out there on a free transfer at the moment unless we can bring someone in on a loan deal. But again, if you bring in someone on loan, they're not going to be that competition because there's a reason they're going out on loan. Yeah, if they're on loan, they're not going to be here forever. So, I mean, that's... No. It's not going to work that way, unfortunately. Um, but, um, yeah, it's it's a difficult one, to be quite honest. And maybe bring back Jamie McDonald from Wraith Rovers. Sorry, Wraith fans. <laughs> they're not going to like me saying that, but maybe bring Jamie McDonald back for a... <laughs> he was great company last month um, when uh, Scarves were in the funnel and uh, Hearts did that special night. Um, oh, the- yes. He was a he's good chap. He's a great chap. You've uh, you've done some serious um, hearty stuff during the, during the World <laughs> Cup break. Hearty stuff. Yeah, I was impressed seeing it, you. It sounded, seeing... Like a, it sounded like some sort of a cake that you can buy from the shop. There's, a, there's some raspberry jam in the middle. <laughs> yeah, a nice hearty trust. Let's get one down us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time I seemed to look at your Twitter, it was you were some you were doing something else. Hearts. Yeah, well, I was like, whoa, this this boy is making me jealous. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to emulate you a bit more. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was thinking. This is when being a student at Christmas is is rubbish because I'm gonna be doing. I know I don't miss those days. I really don't. Exams, 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 coursework, exams. Oh, rotten. It's all good. That now the World Cup's over. I, I, I've got hearts to take my mind back off all of just thinking of studying. It's like right. I know if I get through to a Saturday or a Tuesday, I've got a game. Yeah, no, that's, absolutely. That's the There's plenty going on in the coming weeks, so that's yeah. uh, that's a great thing indeed. Um, how are you feeling about the derby? Um, I'm 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 feeling optimistic, but I'm not getting carried away. I I think it's very easy to get carried away with these things, particularly when you see the form that both the teams go into tomorrow's game with. I know Hibernian had a miserable time against Celtic last week, but. I, Hips have only won one in their last six and they've lost all the other five. Now in a way, that is reassuring for us, but in a way it's dangerous as well because if we just um, relax too much, yeah. then that's bad news for us. But I think this is now the best moment for us to step up a gear and really hammer them. Because yeah. to be honest, I know it's a bit, I'm, a bit, I'm getting a bit carried away saying I'd like a big win, but I think genuinely I'd like a big win because a it's great for us to boast about for a long time to come, but also because I think the confidence levels will only go higher for the team. And I Definitely. think to win 3 4 5 nil, 5 1 even would be lovely. Another Ooh. 5 1 would be wonderful. I think that would just be so good for the confidence of the team going forward. Because to be honest, especially at this time of the season, because I think if we can win as many games as possible. In fact, every single one, especially this mm. month, that really solidifies third place in the table. Yeah. I felt one of the biggest, biggest drawbacks before the World Cup was the fact that we dropped far too many points in oh, the build-up to the World Cup. And yeah. I think now this is the time where we really have to run away with third place. We cannot just drop points here and there and everywhere. We've got to I win f- every single game. Do you feel that the team are now a little bit more fitter after the break, because the Kilmarnock game, we just looked to be zipping the ball around and it just seemed a lot more hearts-like. This, this is the time in the season I would expect the players to be at a, a really 
good level of fitness, a decent level of fitness. I mean, obviously, yeah. they've got to be fit throughout the season. But I think, especially at this time of the season, the momentum in the games uh, is consistent. Uh, the games will keep coming thick and fast. There is Definitely. no big uh, gap for uh, the team this month, especially. So I think, really, combine the fitness levels with the momentum, that, that should really drive the players on, I think. And that, that's going to be really critical going forward. And although it was annoying to drop a couple of points in, uh, at Dundee United, uh, the win at St Johnston is very helpful because I think if we had dropped points again at St Johnston, that could have maybe... Uh, made me a bit more nervous for tomorrow, but I think because yeah, if we hadn't won in against St Johnston, we would only be two points ahead of. Yeah, and that that, that would have worried it's... me quite a bit. But the win at St Johnston was significant, not just because it was obviously three points in the bag, but that was our first win in Perth for more twelve than years. Twelve years, yeah, yeah, which is astonishing when you think about how long it's been since we won at McDermott Park. But that can only boost the players' confidence and morale. Because that the last a significant time we milestone. won in Perth before last week was when I first became a Hearts fan. The last time we won in Perth, I wasn't a fan. So, no. so, <laughs> so I, I, I have never see, seen us win in Perth as a Hearts fan and, until last week. <laughs> that was a very, very... Um, that was so significant. And I mean, that, that was just a fantastic thing. And I think, I think genuinely, uh, you know, I know we... Hearts fans can be quite stubborn at times and, and demand a lot from the players. But I think that achievement last Wednesday, uh, I mean, the, the, the vibes I was getting from my fellow supporters was was just absolute delight. Yeah. And not just winning, but winning in Perth um, after all that time. Because that was that was just such a long time. And that, you know, was, was, was magnificent. It was just so, oh, it was just so good. And I mean, that, that could only help for tomorrow. Because, you know, at the end of the day now, the, the nerves have eased a wee bit. But of course, the danger is the complacency. But provided that we just and just hammer Hibernian yeah. tomorrow. Well, well to be then, honest, we're, we are, we're the informed team, to be honest. We've only lost once in six and we've scored 12 goals in the process. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, if, if Shankland has got his usual boots on and now he's got the extra little bit of weight on his arm as captain, I, which I think can only drive him on even further, I think that we should hammer them. Well, if I'm I being hope honest. so. I mean, because because that that I think, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a difficult derby as it usually is, but yeah. at the same time, that can only help us. And I mean, you know, it's all about the momentum, and it's all about just keeping that undefeated form going. And and a big win tomorrow will just go a long way. I mean, obviously, it's nice to get one over our rivals, but but for us to be more selfish. For us, it's it's just so important because you know if we just do the business in January, that will take a lot of pressure off going into the coming final few, uh, yeah. and and perhaps maybe we can seal third place um as early as April. Dare yeah. I say it? Maybe even late March, and yeah. that's really the aim. We don't want to leave this too long, and and we we all know we want to be back in UEFA competition next season. So we know what we know what to do. We know exactly what to do. And I mean, it's just it's as simple as that. I mean, there's no, it's not puzzle or a maze. We just know what to do. And I mean, who who doesn't want a big victory tomorrow? And I know derbies again are really nerve wracking, but we've got to just do it. You know, I mean, it's not me being delusional or being, um, you know, crazy in my mind. It's just I just want to do it. You know, we just have to do it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
it's it's it is doable. It's absolutely. Shanklin's in form. Janelli's playing well. Brilliant, isn't he? Oh, he's been really. I'm so pleased for Janelli. I mean, because I I wasn't sure where he really stood in the summer, but now he's he's definitely definitely doing really well. And I think I think it'd be fantastic to see him on the score sheet tomorrow. Mm. And yeah, I think my only little tiny teeny 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 tiny worry is the injuries that we got in defence against Dundee United. Mm. I know, um, it, it was annoying. Con- but Concussion but... protocol means that we won't have Kingsley. No. And then Craig Halkett is out mm-hmm. for God, for no idea how long. So, I mean... But but what an opportunity for Toby Civic. This is exactly. a great, great chance for Toby Civic. I still remember... I think Toby was, was really solid last week in Perth. Yeah. And, of course, we all affectionately look back at arguably his best performance in the heart shirt in the Europa Conference League when we beat RF, defeated RFS in um, at Tiny at Tynecastle yeah that's right absolutely yeah. it, it was at RFS yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. a long time ago yeah it's a long time ago I'm, I'm not getting any younger but but yeah no I mean Toby was absolutely fantastic and clearly Toby has definitely had a better time of it lately so I mean what a great chance for Toby Sick to and he put solid performance well. for him against them last season in a derby where he uh, pulled the ball off the line, cleared one off the line. Yeah, that's him. right. I remember that. I do remember that. That was that, that saved us. That so, I mean, saved us. I mean, I think if if he's got a game to come in and make a, make a stake to get his place back in the team, then what bigger stage to do it on than the Edinburgh derby? It's a great headache to give Robbie Nielsen. If if Toby plays superbly well tomorrow, yeah. that's a super headache to give Robbie Nielsen. Obviously, I don't wish any real life headache on Robbie Nielsen, of course, but that that's what a manager wants. <laughs> if Robbie, if you do get a headache, by the way, it's uh, Anas's fault. <laughs> you heard it here now. You heard oh, it here dear. first. Anas wished the headache upon you. <laughs> oh no, not a good analogy for me. But uh, but no. You want you want to have a dilemma, and 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 I think if Toby can absolutely give that to Robbie, then well, that's that's what we want. So great chance for Toby tomorrow, massive Definitely. opportunity. Um, well, we I know you tweeted out just before we were recording, and uh, I am pretty confident that we're right because I looked on London Hearts, and out of the six hundred and sixty-five meetings to date. We've won two hundred and eighty-eight of those. You mean six hundred and fifty-six meetings we've had? We've had six hundred and fifty-six. Tomorrow will be six five seven. Ah, yeah, six five seven. Okay. So we've won two hundred and eighty-eight. Hibs are currently eighty-two behind us with two hundred and six wins. And form, and league positions. Come on, we've got we've got to give them a fun pin tomorrow. Yeah, we've got we've got to put a big one in tomorrow. We just have to do it. And and you know, and you look back over the years, it, we've done it before, and uh-huh. you know we can do it again. And um, of course, when we talk about review twenty twenty two, um, you know, two of the games we had against Hibs provided some of the best memories of the previous season. Um, and so we want more memories tomorrow, and that's that's really what it's all about. So I but- think I think the players. Will and should be hungry, you know, to yeah. to just. But I mean, we've beat, we may have beaten Hibs two hundred eighty eight times, but we're yet to beat men. 
Well, I mean, well, we have to put a new record up for this now. Yeah, men versus hearts at Tyne Castle <laughs> Stadium. It's going to be a challenge. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, so, what do you think the score will be tomorrow? Um, I'm going to. Uh, this is very daring of me. Um, I was going to say 5-1, but I'm going to stick with 5-1. Very daring of me. Yeah, I'm going to st- I was going to change it, but no, I'm stick with 5-1. Dare to say your scorers? Shanklin Hattrick. Uh-huh. Josh Ginelli. Toby Civic with a header from a corner. That'd be beautiful. I've gone a little bit res- more reserved than you. I've just gone 2-0. And sh- but Shanklin to score both. Shanklin, Shanklin gets more goals for his tally. That's uh, I don't know if you've seen. Talk, talking of a saying Shanklin, we'll both, we both think he'll score. There was a there was something on Twitter earlier where it was the Sky Sports team of the season so far, and there was one team where Craig Gordon didn't make it into the team, but he made it in it, Chris Boyd's team, but. Um, Shanklin made it up front and then some guy, I don't know who this person is but just said Walker, whoever Walker is someone from Sky whose surname is Walker uh, Shanklin didn't make the team which, I was like, how can Shanklin who who's... made it into the team instead of Shanklin? Ah, uh, it was Kyogo Oh, a Celtic player Yeah, another, another Celtic striker and Rangers striker is it Silak? Oh, so so uh, that made it ahead of Shankland. Yeah, where I'm like, hold on, Shankland has been on form. Maybe, maybe he's maybe he's just uh, waiting to see where Shankland's tally ends up, and then perhaps at the end of the season he might well put Shankland in and say, yeah. exactly. Exactly. What a tally from Shankland, you know, top scorer in the Cinch Premiership this season. I'll give it to him. Well, apparently, if you put in, it's the ways for someone, had, I don't know where they'd done it, but they'd figured his form to date, and if he carried on that form to the end of the season, he would be on at least 38 goals. That is amazing. I, I, I would love to actually, if he gets to 38, I would love to put him in comparison to top scorers across Europe and see where he stands. Goal per game kind of stuff and stats, exactly. Yeah, definitely. Lino Messi, um, Mbappe, um, Mohamed Salah, Lawrence we, Shanklin, among exactly. the Exactly. Surely, surely if he carries on this, he's got to get Scotland call up. I, I think so. I think, I think um, Scotland call up is probably... Uh, coming soon if he keeps going like this it's got to be imminent it's I, I can't see how he, he couldn't get called up yeah yeah absolutely and if he oh. doesn't get called up then scream <laughs> scream very loudly well we've given our predictions we think it's going to be a thumping for hearts but uh, I asked a Hibs fan a fan of the men uh, <laughs> Ewan Wilson from the Down the Slope podcast for his score prediction, and uh, here is his prediction. Ewan Wilson, season ticket holder, Easter Road for, I don't know, 20 years at this point. I think the score will be 2-2. So, 
UN thinks it'll be a two-all draw where we think it's going to be a thumping. Two-all draw? That's interesting. Yeah, well, well it, 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 obviously men are, are good at standing their ground and I don't know. The tension might be a bit too much. Who knows? But uh, ah, I think two-all draw. To be honest, haven't Hibs got some players out for tomorrow? As well, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. unless these men that they're bringing in to replace them are... The under-21s, will they put in result? <laughs> yeah, the fitting replacements, the men are going to gonna pull out the bag. But, yeah, I think just the main thing is let's go out and show that we are the biggest team in Edinburgh. Well, we are the biggest team in Edinburgh. We just have to prove it all the time. Exactly. Let's let's just let's, I, let's I, keep them quiet. I'm absolutely certain that Robbie Nielsen will be telling those players tomorrow, right, Regardless of what happened before, the derbies we've won, and I know we've been speaking about records and all that kind of thing, but the derbies we've won before, drawn, lost, um, triumphs we've had over Hibernian, I am so sure he will say in that dressing room tomorrow, look, guys, it's irrelevant what happened before. Today, Monday. Um, tomorrow, Monday. Today, fast forward to Monday. Um, it's what counts on the pitch. And I, I'm yeah. absolutely sure he will send that message home to the players and say to them, don't worry about what happened before. It's irrelevant. Focus on to, on on the ninety minutes ahead. Exactly. Exactly. And, I think, and, and, and that is the right attitude because, really, in all honesty, you know, if, if I think this is why I don't want to be, put a very high prediction in, but I don't want to get too smug about things either because if that happens, God forbid, then that is bad news, and then suddenly we'll all look like idiots, and then and then you know. We'll all have something to get unhappy about afterwards if God forbid we lose. So this is why I want a high score tomorrow. We all want Hearts to win, but but it's irrelevant what happened before. And I mean, we start from sheet of paper. Um, when kickoff happens at Sandcastle, get a win. Get a win. That's all we need to do. That's all exactly. We need to do. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, I mean, you touched on it loosely before. Uh, we did say we were going to do. A little bit of a review, not a review, our own little tidbits of what we thought were our best bits of uh, our best moments and stuff of 2022. Brilliant. Would you like to go first, Daz? Uh, well, we're starting with our favourite game of 2022, the calendar year. And I picked our first win in Europe away at RFS in Riga because I just think it was what we deserved. It was what the fans deserved for all the years that we've gone in, gone to Europe and not got a win. I think the last win was against uh, Basel. So it was a long time ago and the performance we put in, we, we did a good, put a good account of ourselves across. Uh, it was the night where everything just seemed to click. And we showed that, hold on, we, we belong in Europe. European footballs where Heart of Midlovian belong. And although RFS weren't a massive team, they're still a team that won their league. And in my eyes, it was a great victory and showed that, yeah, we, we need to be here every season. And you were there. Exactly. But I'm not going to touch on that for reasons you'll find out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, shall I 
put my favourite game of 2022 on the table. Yes. Hart versus Hibbs in April 2022 in the Cinch Premiership. A 3-1 win against the Berlin. Andy Halliday's brace. Remember that. What a day. What an amazing day that was. I, I That secured third in the league. That was... It was perfect. Just perfect. Um, imperfect scoreline, of course, because we didn't get the clean sheet, but that's okay. Um, but Halliday was terrific, and I think that is arguably his best performance in a heart shirt. Yeah, today. he scored two peaches as well. Oh, just wonderful goals. Absolutely fantastic. He made the difference. He Did we not also condemn Hibs to bottom six that day as well? I think Hibernian didn't make it into the top six. If yeah, I right we condemned that, that, that victory not only got us third, but condemned them to bottom six. So, uh, that was a good day. And that Halliday's celebration after well, them amazing. mocking him. Uh, uh, Handy Halliday was... Oh, that, that, that I'm sure he'll tell his grandchildren one day all about the uh, wonderful day that was. And... Uh, his incredible achievements. And uh, yeah, I mean, and so he should tell his grandchildren about how amazing that day was because he, it is his best performance in a heart shirt today. I don't think there's been, I mean, he's been a solid player uh, and uh, he still continues to be a very important presence in the team, but that was arguably his best day, without a question. And he, the amount of stick he was getting before he scored those two goals from them to uh, then shove it down their throats and be like, actually... Fuck you. Here's two absolute peaches. <laughs> oh, it must have been it must have been swearing in his head before he scored. <laughs> oh, exactly. As as he hit it, he was like he probably shouted fuck or something like that along those words. Maybe he just roared men really loud. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know, but yeah, that was some wow. So wonderful a stick stick with you this time what was your best goal of 2022 Kingsley's free kick against the Birmingham in the Scottish Cup semi-final nah just incredible and and, and, and and to be honest think back to when we saw that live in the stadium itself because I know you can see television highlights you can see video clip highlights as well um, but, but to be there and see it firsthand. I think initially, if I rightly remember, I didn't know what was... I, I kind of thought, what's going on here? And then suddenly, before we knew it, it went into the back of the net. Yeah, I think I moaned to you, what are they doing? Why is he laying it off? <laughs> I think and half then... the crowd were moaning, but what's going on here? Yeah, and then we just... Then the next thing, we both just looked at each other and were like... Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely... Oh, God! <laughs> Absolutely incredible. It was just such a well-worked goal. And uh, and there's obviously no doubt that they'll have rehearsed that a lot of times in the in the, in the training sessions as well, uh, prior to carrying out that masterclass on the pitch. It's a goal I think I've watched a stupid amount of times since then. Every time it pops up on Twitter, as someone shares it, or it pops up on, on just something that I've liked, I, I just get that buzz to taking me back to Hamden Park again and that moment of, what the hell's he doing? What's he laying it off for? And then, oh! I, I feel the exact I, I like Hart's footage of that um, when, because I think, I think it's predominantly, 
if I rightly remember, that's I, when I saw when it saw it back. I think Hearts put their own video footage of the goal sometime after the game. I think it was the next day or something like that. But 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 when you look at it, it's just an absolute work of art. It really is a work of art, and I imagine that's probably where you've you've seen it. You know, because Challenge Films obviously they they make these they make they, they make those special moments a work of art anyway. Um, filming that big shout out, big shout out to Jalen Films, amazing Definitely. work. But but most of all, the players make it a real work of art, and and then we just get the privilege of seeing the the footage again. Um, especially like it when 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 Hart, the club do it in like slow mos and oh, films yeah. do it in slow mo because it's uh, uh, just really really squeezes every last bit of them. I think you've said it previously where um, don't don't watch like Sky Sports or BBC's highlights. Always wait for Hart's own highlights. In principle, I I I just wait till the next yeah. day uh, until Hart's put the ones because the club, uh, Jordan and the club uh, and the team there, they do an absolutely astonishingly impressive job uh, with with the footage. And I mean, it's worth the wait. I mean, I, I don't really, I don't really tend to watch highlights after on the day of the game after the game because I just I'm just like. I'd rather just wait till the club do it because I mean the club do it best, and then you can watch it back and you're thinking, "Oh wow, this is quite extraordinary stuff." And I mean the, I mean the the, the way the club's social media page, it's from a perspective that I don't think, uh, I, 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 in fact, I'll rephrase that. It's from a perspective that I think the club can do really well, and yeah. and I mean obviously. Nowadays, with the whole, um, you know, rise of social media, you know, people sharing uh, or retweeting rather um, the, the goals or even liking the goals that, that Hearts put up, clearly it's liquid, it's liquid beauty. It's liquid beauty. That's what it yeah. is. Well, they're, they're already cracking goals, but somehow Jordan and the club make them look even better than they are. In person, you watch them. You're like, we'll have to, we'll have to try and get Jordan on sometime later in the year. Uh, that be good get to find out more about his work because we need to find out how he works the magic. Yeah, because it's I, I just watch it and I'm impressed week in week out at how good the content is. If you go back, say five years or so, and watch the watch the content compared, like it, like when they do the. Um, what happened on this day in twenty twenty in twenty eleven or something, and then watch a video from this uh, the last couple of years from Jordan. You know what I'd love to do? I would love them to go into their archives and find the oldest clip they have and do it on this day, say back in nineteen fifty six. I would love them to do that because I would love to see what hearts were like in the fifties or the sixties. Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's YouTube and stuff videos out there that we can we can find from old old games. Because I mean, I'm the same. I learn as much as I can about the club and the history. So it's I would love to watch old stuff. It's got to be a way. London Hearts surely would know. I, I I'm sure the club must have something in their archives. And that actually just, on that, I digress a little bit. That reminds me a little bit. We're now in 2023. 
next year is the 150th anniversary of this football club. Oh, yes. Do you, do you think they might do something quite retro or something quite historic? Because I, I, remember, I remember that Hearts jersey that came out in 2014. Yes, the retro one. I don't know why I've just jumped into this topic. We're talking about arcade footage possible from the 50s and 60s, and then next year is the historic 150th anniversary of the club. But do you... I, I think... You know how the club have done the whole a retro kit every month? Yeah. Ah, I wonder yeah, if yeah. that will lead to it and then go, boom, here is a retro-looking memorable. Uh, Commemorative shirt. You know, we might be the first podcast, the Hearts, first Hearts podcast, to even mention the 150th anniversary. You know, so that's, I don't know. That's an interesting one. We'll see what comes up. I'm excited. Oh, I can't wait. It's, it's, I, do you know, it, it's just hitting me now like crazy that it is the 150th anniversary next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because now we're in 2023, and and, wow. and now we're a year away from it. It's absolutely incredible. I mean, dare I say this? We might even get something this summer. They that's what I was going to say. We're, we'll be in the 23-24 season, so technically, oh, I don't know how how will they work it. Uh, I think what happened was I know my hometown club Shrewsbury when we celebrated the 125th anniversary, we didn't get a anniversary shirt until. The season that began in that year. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Don't know. I don't want to. Don't want to put any any thoughts out there that we might get one this season. I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad I've mentioned it though, because now, you know, it, it's going to start getting that into people's minds that we are hitting a very significant uh, anniversary very very soon. Yeah. Um, because of course we were founded in 1874. And 2024 will mark 150 years. So I mean, I'm look. I'm excited to see what the club plan for that that season. Yeah. To commemorate it, I, I think if you can try and get along to as m- much of what they organise as possible, because I think it'll be very special. I think so, definitely. So, yeah, there we go. I know I've I've went off on a tangent, but there we go. That that's, that's all good. Already got that out in the open. 150th anniversary of Heart of Midlothian Football Club. So, yeah, wow. <laughs> we're forwarding in time now, aren't we? Right. Uh, let's get back to 2022. Um, best player in the calendar year of 2022. Um, I, I went with somebody who unfortunately won't feature. In 2023, by the looks of it, I went with Craig Gordon mm, yeah, because I, I think he has been such an important part of the team, not only in 2022, but for the last couple of years, where he's just reliable and definitely the first name on the team sheet for me. I think you wouldn't have put, if you had to say, right, if you need to name one player consistently every week. You can only pick one. I think I definitely would choose Craig Gordon over any player because he just, I don't know, this, like we said earlier, for someone who's now 40, he, I think he put many 18, 19-year-olds to shame with his agility and his fitness. And everything. I think he just is Mr. Heart of Midlovian. And I think it, Hall of Fame is definitely calling for him. I think he's going to be thought of highly for forever. He's going to become a mortal at heart of Midlovian. 
I want to read you a tweet that Josh Janelli made um, on on Christmas Day um, a week ago. He, he said, you know, we know in Hearts put a picture of Craig Gordon saving um, yeah. at the day before. Uh, Janelli basically said on Twitter, on his Twitter, Merry Christmas to you all. Thoughts are with you. Skip with a love heart. What a man. First thing he says after uh, that, which I assume he was talking about the moment that Craig had to come off. Uh, and this is what Craig apparently said. Uh, he'd said, quote, go and win this fucking game. Now, it, obviously, Gino's written it as F star, 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 star. But we know what that says. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're not daft. And and then obviously Gino um, wrote legend and then put a goat emoji. Um, so clearly, y- you can tell that Craig um, was very much in no doubt wanted things to go, even though he had to come off the pitch. He knew that a game had to be won, and uh, life had to go on in terms of winning the match. So um, so Gino clearly um, will have been moved by that. So yeah. And all of the messages from the players, the playing school, uh, staff, they all, it just shows that how much respect he's got in that changing room. That, that is, that's why he's not just a, but he's a great leader. Yeah, definitely. I, I think if, if he can, if he can be at Tynecastle whenever he's, whenever he's able to and whenever he's comfortable enough to be, just to be a presence, I think will will help. Yeah, definitely. I think so. I think that's going to be very important going forward. But but despite him not being in Perth last week, that to me, I think, I think, I think the fact we won there mm-hmm. and ended that twelve year wait for a win in Perth, I think that must have come partly from the fact that Craig Gordon's presence will have been felt, although he wouldn't have been physically there. But obviously, because of the impact of what had happened, that's had a profound effect on the players, and clearly. Um, I imagine they would have probably went the slightly extra distance to get that win in the bag, and and of course it meant so much. I mean, you only have to look at, for example, after the final whistle, he was ecstatic. Exactly, absolutely ecstatic. The crowd responded to that so brilliantly. So I mean, clearly, I mean, obviously they're highly motivated and committed bunch of players, of course, in normal times. But I think, especially given what happened to Craig, unfortunately, with the injury, um, now that will have only pushed their motivations up even further to get results because because the, the skipper's watching, you know, he, he might be, he might obviously be relaxing or having to because of the fact he sadly has this injury. But, you know, deep down, you know, he's the skipper, he's still the captain and he's still yeah. the, and, and no doubt his expectations will remain sky high. And right, he would, he would definitely, without doubt, have had Hearts TV on watching that game. Even though he wasn't there, it, it there's, I, I don't think he would have missed the game. I think it's he, he wouldn't it, miss any game because I mean, you know, not just because he's captain, but he's a Hearts man. So at the end yeah. of the day, you'll expect only the very best. Definitely, hundred percent, and that's what you want from not only a, a captain but someone who's playing and representing your club. Definitely, absolutely. My best player in the calendar year of 2022 was Lawrence Shankland. Um, for obvious reasons, his goal tally is fantastic so far this season. I think he's got a lot more uh, to come uh, from him, but um, he's proven to be such 
probably the best transfer we've had in years already. Um, yeah. You can just see it through his goal tally. I mean, and of course, one or two maybe had doubts about him when he came back to Scotland. No, he was a fantastic. He's been a fantastic signing. I mean, probably one of the best Hearts transfers in years. Yeah, twenty five years maybe. I think any any of those doubts he's smashed. Oh, out smashed the park. He's, Yeah, yeah. I think there's only some uh, a certain teams fans that still slander him, saying that he's a championship striker. Yeah, well, look at his goal tally. It's he might be a championship he's, striker, he's a but top top player. And I mean. Although it was, it, it maybe didn't go fully to plan in Belgium for him. I mean, mm-hmm. in a strange way, that's maybe a blessing in disguise because that's given him the the platform to come back to Scotland and to really play at Scotland's top level and and just you know put the goals in left, right, and centre. And and he's been just doing that. And as you rightfully said earlier, if he doesn't get a call up to Scotland later in the year, then. <laughs> OMG! <laughs> yeah, what's wrong? You know, I mean, something's not right if, if that doesn't happen. OMG in frustration. And yeah. yeah, your personal moment of 2022, Daz. Well, I touched on it earlier. Uh, my personal moment was the whole trip to Riga. It was my first ever European away game. This is and... why you delayed it. <laughs> yeah. And it was just unbelievable. The minute that I got to the airport and saw all of the Hearts fans, all of the maroon tops, to being on a flight and talking to a gentleman who was a Hearts fan, just the whole flight about Hearts was just... And he was a, he was an older gentleman who told me about things that I didn't know or games that I'd read about. He told me about him actually being there. And then just the atmosphere throughout the city was crazy. You would have thought that you were that they just picked up Pinecastle and dumped it in Latvia. It was oh, just a, a, a weekend, a couple of days that I won't ever forget. And then the game itself, like I said before, we were we everything clicked. The atmosphere in the stadium. I, I didn't want to go home. I, I quite happily could have just stayed there in that moment. For hours and yeah, it was just one of those one of those nights that I'm never ever gonna forget, and I'll take to my grave with me. Yeah, that's amazing. What what's Riga like as a city generally? I thought it was quite cool. I because I don't drink, I didn't have the same experience as some. I went and saw some of the sites, and it was a really nice city. There was lots to look at. There was a good waterfront along the river, and I thought it was a beautiful city. I would I would go back. Yeah, personally, yeah. Latvia seems like a nice country. Um, yeah. and uh, obviously, a lovely flag. Um, not just uh, f- because of the flag itself, but obviously, it's a flag that we use a lot as an emoji on social media. Yeah, we adopt it. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, thank you, Latvia. Thank you so much, Latvia. Yeah. What Absolutely. was your thank moment you. of 2022 personal it, moment? The plot ceremony, um in September um, right. Foundation of Hearts plot ceremony that was absolutely amazing um, the best day uh, as a Hearts um, without a question and that was absolutely amazing I mean you were my guest as well yeah. um, at Time Castle so you saw the ceremony in action and it was it felt it felt like a ceremony <laughs> yeah it was it, and I was like not to sound like 
weird or anything, but it was like a kind of honor for you to ask me to go because it was just so amazing to hear. Obviously, we heard of, about the story of the foundation and all that, but then to see how many people are like-minded and absolutely how proud they were to be getting this plot ceremony, an amazing day. It was an absolutely incredible day, and uh, there was a lot of a wide variety of people um, who came as well and got their uh, had their plot ceremonies as well. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I mean, you know, absolutely. I think the most it's quite humbling in a way yeah. because you know, a big milestone to reach, and I mean, obviously. Being the biggest fan-owned club, the fan-owned club in the UK, football club in the UK, it's obviously a very, very big thing for us. But but the fact that we, the fans, are the centerpiece of it all is absolutely incredible. And and just I think in the context of uh, uh, Scottish football, um, and um, and and even football across these islands as well. I know fan ownership is is something a lot of clubs want to reach as well at the level that we're at. But um, that was absolutely amazing, and um, obviously I was dressed very appropriately for the oh, day. You were dapper. You uh, were dapper. Joe Savage loved my suit. Yeah. <laughs> Not I to think, brag. I think you were the most well dressed person there. Putting oh, out there. That's, you that, were, I've done something right then, haven't I? <laughs> you you were on point. You looked the dog's bollocks. I'm going out there and saying it. <laughs> The cat's yes. pajamas, the whole the whole shebang. You were, you looked magnificent. Oh, thank you very much indeed. Um, it's not all compliment each other on fashion taste. No, <laughs> it's just good. Ah, well, we're talking fashion. Well done on joining the club, by the way. The the bald heads club. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that haven't Wait, seen it, check out Anas's Twitter and Instagram. Um, Bobby Nielsen and Andy Hardy for the inspiration. <laughs> I, I can't use that. I I just had to shave mine because I'm going bald. So I think I think I think there's definitely some sort of a trend going on. But uh, I I I got uh, I woke up yesterday and I actually thought it's the last year, 2022. I want to get all this shit off my head because um, <laughs> it was a mess. It was an absolute mess. You know, just everywhere. And I mean, you know, I don't want to waste my time combing it and then putting cream in it and then you know gel all this ridiculous stuff on it so did I just you do it yourself or did you go to the barbers I went to a barber I, I, and, and, and actually that's another milestone for me personally because i would have been frightened to go to a barber before because obviously the covid situation and everything but now uh, thankfully i'm now i've now grown in confidence in terms of getting my mask uh, taken off in nearly all situations obviously and they just are, went he just did the business he just it, it, we had a nice conversation and we just chatted about life which and away it went, <laughs> and the hair was gone, and it was all over the floor. And I was like, "Bye bye, I don't miss you." <laughs> as, as Bob Mortimer would say on Gone Fishing, "And away." Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, and and psychologically, I must also say as well, and this is totally unscientific, by the way, um, but I feel so refreshed. Oh, it's it's actually really lovely not to have. Have to mess around with my hair. It's... I'm, I'm jealous. 
I wish I had that feeling of feeling fresh. I felt gutted the day I first had to shave my head bald. Like, right, okay, realization now that I am bald. But you're not. I you're have... not alone, uh, guys. You know, you've now got some great company. Where so, yeah. So it's not. A, it's not a bad thing at all. And and to but be honest, both you, both you and Robbie Nielsen had good locks of hair, and shaved off. I shaved mine because I've got a bald spot and receding hairline. You two could still grow it back. Yeah, but I'm I'm not exactly going to grow it back to levels as it was before because to be honest, <laughs> um, I don't want to go. Thank you very much. <laughs> so um, so yeah, um, I don't want to ever go back, and uh, hopefully I can go and get this nice, neat, tidy head kept as that. <laughs> but, 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 talking of Robbie Nielsen, what was your initial reaction when you first saw that his hair had come off? I gasped <laughs> I think I... <laughs> yeah I was like what has he done like what? it's just like he was I think it was he was doing a, an interview for Hearts TV after a friendly or before a friendly I can't remember what it, oh, it was when the it one was. where it got abandoned wasn't it it was that one and he had no hair I, I think it was maybe before uh, were they not like was it not like an in-house friendly at Tynecastle and then you're just like what what what's happened <laughs> yeah I, I looked at it and I thought Robbie, who's taking your hair? <laughs> who's taking your hair, Robbie? <laughs> Do you think he lost the shoulder, Robbie? Your hair. I just, yeah, it was. Whoa, that that was one of the like big talking points of the world. Do you imagine Cup if I me. said that to his face, Robbie? Your hair's missing. He'd probably kill me. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd Don't get the tell me that again. <laughs> you you definitely get the death stare at least. Oh, I, I don't want to get on the wrong side of him. <laughs> no thanks, not a chance. Yeah, so so um, yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I want to thank Bobby and Andy um for the inspiration, and uh, I join yourself as well, guys. Um, yes. So uh, yeah, that's really good, and hopefully never again will I have hair that's. Do you know what's funny, right? I I think I tweeted this. Um, there was this big block of hair that. A barber managed to get off my head when I was on holiday. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that is honestly. No, I think <laughs> at the time I thought, oh, he'll have to work his magic to get it off. Now I look back, I think, oh my giddy aunt. I actually, I put it in a bag and I took a photo of that, and I was like, that—that's how bad <laughs> it is. It, it was like a block of hair. It was like probably as hard <laughs> as a brick. Um, B R I C K, and 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 I mean it was just absolutely crazy. That is just never, never again. I don't want to go back to these days again. It was just astonishing, <laughs> and 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 yeah, I don't know how I managed that. I won't allow that to happen. But there we are. Um, I've now I now look a lot more um better looking. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to take um new photos for the podcast now because all of the photos have got you when you had your luscious hair yeah we, I'm, I, I'm sure we'll make that happen we have to do a new photo shoot it's uh, that's okay i'm sure we'll make that happen yeah. because... so new, exactly. new new stuff and we've always got a new intro as well at the start but, well it is a new year 2023 yeah that's it. what are your hopes for hearts in 2023 uh simplest third place in the premiership scottish cup hopefully this time we'll go on and win it God willing, and uh, another season in UEFA competition as well. Um, so that's just we get there, 
that that will just be fantastic. And and this time, this time of a trophy at the end of the season, because uh, because you know it was disappointing not to win uh, last May, but but yeah, uh, we've got to be in it to win it again. That's pretty much what I've put. Third place, Scottish Cup. Uh, I've put European football beyond November. Yeah, I'd like to think we can do that as well. Yeah, that would be, yeah. That'd be wonderful because, um, you know, the season's been a bit of a learning experience. You know, I mean, yeah. we, we played some really good teams. Um, I would say Champions League quality Definitely. teams. But, um, but yeah, no, I think this time we'd quite like to to, to do something spectacular and, and get into the knockout stages. And, and financially, that's also very, very good news for us. Definitely. I've got two other things in my hopes I put. Hopefully see a healthy Craig Gordon. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great one. And uh, strong showings in both transfer windows. Yeah, that's good as well. I, I hope we'll see a good January uh, and, and summer as well. Um, I, I'm sure the work will be ongoing in terms of uh, reshaping this team because because it will always improve and evolve. And I think by strong, I also mean uh, keeping hold of key players as well. Yeah, absolutely, definitely. But I am, I am a bit concerned that we are going to lose Kai Riles later in the year, um, in the summer potentially, because he, he, he had a very good World Cup. And I yeah. think he did a great job. And he will no doubt be at a better club. Definitely. But of incomings, apparently we've had the green light for a move for Yutaro Oda. Is he the player from player. Japan? Yeah, who apparently was tipped to be the next Lionel Messi <laughs> at one point in his career. It, it, apparently so. I saw the I saw the Edinburgh Evening News put something out uh, about this. So 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 we are expecting our first transfer soon, effectively in the coming days. I'm told. Apparently so. A- apparently, it's it, well. It's been given the green light by the SFA apparently okay. because of the international clearance and stuff. Yeah, but so. well, that's exciting. That is very it's, exciting. It's looking likely, and then there's still these rumours of Callum Patterson coming back. Yeah, I, 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 I that would be a fantastic addition. But I, I, again, I'm, I'm, we'll have to wait and see how that that unfolds in the coming weeks. We'll see if yeah. see if he comes back to 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 Tynecastle. Um, sadly, I think we're probably not going to see him beyond the end of the season in a Hearts jersey because simply because his quality is outstanding. And I you think don't, you don't think we'll club. be seeing him in 2024? No, because I think a bigger club will probably move in for him. So I'm, I'm resigned to that almost. But but the fact that hopefully he'll still be playing for us in the next few months um, for the rest of the season, that'll be absolutely brilliant for us. But yeah. Kai, Kai probably will move on to a bigger club. So I'm not going to be too surprised if that happens. Um, and, and actually... You know, it's if we can command a really good fee for him, that would be really, really, really brilliant. So, I people have been saying ten million. Oof. I think we could go higher than that, fifteen million plus. Wow, wow! I think we should. I think I think that's a big test as well. I would love to think Joe Savage and the team at Hearts can really, really push for a huge transfer fee because push the needle a little bit and get well, some big I, money. I think so because I think I think he's really a star. Uh, with, us, with us, he's established himself with us really in Scotland. So I mean, you know, um, if clubs in England to go in for him, I, and especially if he wants to go into the Premier League in England, I think I think we really have to ask for a huge fee. And I don't I don't think ten million is enough. I think but we should go for more. 
it seems that English clubs are looking up here for players now because, I mean, is it Juranovic Dur from uh, Celtic? Chelsea are looking at him. Uh, there's been other moves down to England, obviously uh, Andy Robertson, Kieran Tierney. So it shows that they're looking north of the border to to bring players in. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And they've got the money down there. So if the, yeah. if they're willing to spend and spend on hearts, that's what I exactly. Think. Give us all your money, please. Interesting thing is Ellis Sims, who was with us last season. He was on loan at Sunderland, but he's now back at Everton. So yeah. that's really fascinating because I mean Everton are struggling a bit at the wrong end of the table in the Premier League in England. And is that an indication now that Ellis is going to now play a big role in trying to get Everton back up the Surely it's gotta be there's there's gotta be no other reason that they'd call him back. Yeah. Because you he's wouldn't... been doing well for Sunderland. Yeah, you wouldn't call him back from a championship club to then go, actually we're just gonna loan him out again. Yeah, no, no. I, th I think I think they'll need him. I think they badly need him now, and um, probably yeah. more than ever because Everton are really not in a good place in the team. Which is bloody good for him, to be honest. As, as huge as, opportunity for him. Exactly. Massively. A year ago he was with us. Now, uh, well, nearly a year ago he was with us. Now he's playing in the best league in the world. Exactly. Well, apparently, the best league in the world. <laughs> the English Premier League. Oh, I, mean, I say that. I don't say that with any apology because I mean. You look at the quality down there, it's astonishing. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think now there's a massive chance for Ellis. Huge, huge chance. So uh, definitely play the role in his career development, which is uh, fantastic. Oh, 100%. And I mean, I think we've just talked about 2023. I think it's got plenty to look forward to and it's an amazing time still to be a Hearts fan. And there's one thing, I just, I'm in my kitchen and looked on my fridge. I've got a picture of the Hearts uh, squad and we've also got the return of Benny Beningamy. I cannot wait to see him back. Got to be a couple of weeks off, surely. Surely by the end of January. He should be back. Beginning of Feb. I really hope. I think he'll be absolutely fun, crucial for us when he comes back. Exactly. I I think one of the games against St Mirren would be nice to see him on the bench. Maybe not come off the bench. Yeah, we don't we don't want to rush him in too quickly. I think we no, want just, to try and make this a gradual thing. You know? Just see him warming up. At half time, I think it would give it, it. It would give him a lift. It would the fans would react brilliantly if they saw him back, even just warming the bench, not not getting the game. I think, yeah, uh, yeah, we've we've got someone with that talent still to come back. And when the pop up shop where it took place at St James's Quarter, or St James Quarter in recently, and um, he was with Craig Gordon, and he, they were both in brilliant form with the fans. They were. Having a great time, you know, getting selfies and signing autographs and just saying hello to the fans. They were in absolutely fantastic form. So, I mean, I'm sure Benny especially will be absolutely buzzing to be back. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm buzzing to see him come back. Definitely. I don't know if he's buzzing to be back, but I can't wait to see him. Oh, he'll, he'll be. I'm sure. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure he'll be desperate to come back. You know, I wouldn't blame him to be honest. No, definitely not. Brilliant. Right, guys. Anything else from you tonight? Uh, I just want to say how good it is to be back and definitely. Thank you for talk, coming. Talking hearts again and being able to find a corner of my house that's got a tiny bit of internet is well worth it. And roll on tomorrow. Gonna be it. It's Derby Day. Come on, let let's let's have it. Like, come on, hearts. Exactly. Absolutely. In fact, we should do it together just to sign off the podcast tonight. Um, I will.
just after I've said thank you for listening in, folks, and uh, that a great honour to do the first episode of 2023 of the Men in Maroon podcast. Many more to come, God willing, uh, in the coming weeks and months ahead. And uh, what a few months we've got coming up, especially this month in the season. So really loads to chunky month team of back football. in action later in the month as well. So what did he say there? A chunky month of football. A busy month of football as well. So oh. definitely no sitting back and relaxing too much. So like like you might fun. some some people listening might be on a personal diet, but we're not having a diet of football. No, you're you me I write. We're having a scoff. We're we're just gonna macaroni get... pies oh. and macaroni pies and kebab pies. You need fall it. to the gills. Fall to the gills. Just just we're back, eating baby. pies all the time. Yeah. We <laughs> are back. Absolutely. And so is part of Midlobian football. Enjoy the derby tomorrow, folks. Thank you very much. Good night. And one, two, three, guys. On the heart! On the heart!